Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for July 24th through 28th. I guess the first thing to really get started with is this is the week that the temporary writers episodes have started to air. Mm -hmm. There was an article from soapcentral.com. General Hospital hires temporary non-union writers as show is running out of scripts amid the ongoing WGA strike. And this was from this Wednesday, the 26th. And I thought that I had seen that it was Tuesdays when the new episodes started. Okay. Or the episodes with them. So the ongoing dispute between the Writers Guild of America and producers is about to have an impact on daytime. General Hospital has tapped temporary writers to create new scripts for the show. For many soap opera fans, like the strikes by the Writers Guild of America and SAG-AFTRA are something of an intangible mystery. We talk about it every week. Yep. They've seen news coverage on of the strike on television news broadcast, and they've read explanations here on Soap Central about why the strikes are taking place. But until now, the only direct impact of the fans have witnessed is the delaying of the daytime Emmys. The award ceremony was scheduled to have taken place on June 16th and is indefinitely postponed. Blah, 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 blah. We'll get down to the stuff that really, not that that doesn't really matter, but uh, talks about the striking actors and how they have a different contract. However, so the soap actors are currently required to continue working. However, that could change when soap actors contracts expire next year. Oh man. Yeah. But one of the ongoing disputes is about to have an impact on at least one soap directly. Sources tell Soap Central that General Hospital has just about run out of its pre-strike stockpile of scripts. Unlike nearly every other series in production, soap opera scripts are written months ahead of when those episodes are fil filmed. Unlike nearly every... It, I mean, right? aren't most series written and then they spend months and months shooting, whereas we only get one day of shooting? Yep. Okay, cool. At least that's how... 
maybe I'm, maybe we're not under, maybe we're not interpreting this correctly. General hospital writer, Shannon, peace, who is currently on strike as a WGA member, made an Instagram post last week stating, my episode that aired Thursday, July 20th was my final until the strike is over. The show will be penned exclusively by scab writers, which is heartbreaking. Daytime writers, writers face a unique conflict during the strikes. We hate to see our characters and storylines handed over to writers, and that's in quotes, who cross the picket line, but we're also keenly aware that stopping production could spell the demise of soap operas. Yeah. Peace went on to say the writing team of GH will be watching alongside fans to see what happens. For the sake of the fans, I hope the show is in capable writing hands. Exactly who is writing for General Hospital at this moment is something of a mystery. A show source tells Soap Central that so-called FICOR writers were hired last week to start creating scripts in anticipation of its banked material running out. FICOR, or Financial Core, is a term used for a member that is a dues-paying non-member. Why would you pay dues if you weren't a member? Mm -mm. These non-members get all the benefits of WGA membership, but they are not restricted in any way by the WGA. The non-members also cannot vote, sit on the board, or do any actions restricted to full membership members. I don't think we need to... So scripts written by the GH non-union writers are expected to film sometime next month. Okay. Those episodes would then begin airing sometime in September. So maybe it wasn't this week. Did, did you read somewhere that it was this week they were starting? Um, I saw people talking about it on Facebook, and just the fact that a lot of storylines seem to speed up all of a sudden made you think that someone else was writing it. Right. So it's unclear if the other three soaps, Bold and the Beautiful, Young and the Restless, and Days of Our Lives, have reached a similar situation. And requests for comment from the network has not yet been returned. So I guess maybe that just meant that they started working on Tuesday, because I saw the same thing, and it said, right. you know, starting Tuesday will be episodes from different writers. Yeah. But... I don't, I don't know. Well, maybe that means that they can get everything figured out over the next month and we won't ever have to see those scripts and we'll stick with the original writers. Well, we're going to have to if they've run out of scripts and now they're going to start filming the ones that will be showing in September because if they're going six weeks out, we're already there. Maybe that's what they meant is that they were going to start filming filming this past Tuesday with the new scripts. Okay. We'll see. I wanted to give a quick update on my juvenile detention center story <laughs> from last week uh, posted on Facebook to make sure I was not crazy. And I did not tag you in it because I didn't want people to be like, what the but heck? I laughed they at it. it. I was you like, did. I saw, <laughs> I saw. So I posted my middle school's name, help needed random memory. It's a long story about how we got on this topic, but a friend and I were discussing correctional facilities and I had said I had visited a juvenile detention center in middle school as a field trip and there was a panel presentation at the center. I'm almost positive it was from a project from Mr. Blah 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 and only a few were selected to attend based on this project. Does anyone else remember this and have any additional details? And then this one girl who she and I need, we need to catch up because she always seems to remember all the stuff that yeah. you do? Yes. So you're both crazy? <laughs> no, we just both have good memories. It was something sort of a drawing contest, which I said. Mm-hmm. I can vaguely remember mine. I think it is something to do with anti-drugs or criminal behavior, which is what I said. So I really remembered more than I you thought did. I did. Not positive on this one. I went as well. Years later, I worked at the juvenile detention center, and it was often all that I thought about, LOL. And she correctly said, she said that I was correct in who the teacher was. And it was the best projects who got to go. Another girl commented, 
I totally went. It was a poster contact. I believe I ended up winning a $50 savings bond. I want to see how old we are. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's how old we are is that savings bonds were a prize. Yep. And she finally cashed it in when they bought their first house. That's cute. She's also married to her high school sweetheart. Oh. Yeah. That is all that I remember. If you had offered me money to the teacher, to name the teacher, I would never in a million years have remembered his name. And then we all were like, wait a second. How did so-and-so not go? Because if it was art, I mean, this girl ran the school with her artwork. So, (laughs) yes. So, yeah, I correctly (laughs) remembered that. But none of us really were all kind of like, why did this happen? But why? (laughs) But why? And so the one wound up working in the juvenile corrections facility the other one, I'm pretty sure, was close to valedictorian. I'm very, like, very happy that it inspired someone to go into that field. I don't know if that's what inspired her, but we'll go with it. However, I would think that you would take the three worst posters from the kids that didn't seem to care and then take them to the correction and be like, hey, you don't want to end up here. You need to care. They might have had something like that. The kids that put their all into the artwork about don't do drugs and I'm crime. pretty sh- sure I skipped school to f- work on that project. Yeah. See? To have the extra time. Like, <laughs> that's the kind of thing that I skipped school for. It was, I just want some more time to work on this project so I can do it the best that I can. So I can win the can prize of home? going to the correctional facility. Here's reasons why I skipped school. One time to go to the zoo. One time to go to the science center. Um, one time when VH1 was running the 30th anniversary of the monkeys. So they were doing a monkeys marathon. And at this time, no DVR. Mm-hmm. So I stayed home and recorded it and watched it all day. Where's that VHS now? Probably in my attic. <laughs> but I also bought them all on VHS. Of course. Later on in life. Yeah, those are those are the things that I skipped school for. And X-Fest. So that was a concert, so I will give myself credit on that one. But it, they were known things. Hmm. Like, I never unknowingly skipped school. 90% of them were nerd-related. The Science Center was for my birthday. <laughs> I, I'm not judging you on skipping. I didn't skip school other than I just don't feel like going today. Could I stay home? Or if it was something like a shopping day, mommy-daughter day, whatever. So, all right, well, I'm glad all your friends, all of you (laughs) and your um, junior high friends have such lovely memories of the correctional institution. None of us remember, none of us said we remembered anything about that. We just remembered what we had to do to get there. Very nice. Yeah. Do you want to share our fun news from the week? Reality check. Is that part of reality check? Yeah. Reality check's like what we did this week. Okay. Well, it's also the front, the top part of it is news. Yeah, no, I feel like it's reality Did you have check. a boring week, so you need that to be your reality check? <laughs> no, I okay. have other fun stuff, but I just feel like that's where it goes. Okay. All right, so anything from... No. No. What's our Hulu headlines? All right. Dex makes a grisly discovery. Nina scores points with Willow, and I'm already bored with it. Drew confront. That was not part of the Hulu no. headline. Drew confronts Cyrus. Sunny walks in in an argument. Carly shares big news with Jocelyn. Tuesday, Ava comes clean. Why do I feel like that was actually Friday? I thought that was Wednesday, but okay. So I watched Monday, Monday, and then everything else yesterday. So I feel super removed from Monday. And I don't know how you watch them all in a row because by Friday, I was just like, okay, Nina. I watched Monday, Tuesday earlier in the week. I watched Thursday, Friday last night at like two in the morning. No, I watched Wednesday, Thursday, like two o'clock in the morning. And then I watched Friday this morning. 
I don't know how you do that. So I feel like it was Wednesday or Thursday that she told Sonny. Liz and Finn go on a date. Mm -hmm. Sonny advises Dex. Brooklyn issues a dare. And Portia tries to provide comfort. On Wednesday, Sam and Dante discuss a case. Portia is caught off guard. Michael and Willow affirm their love. Dex briefs Jocelyn and Ava has some explaining to do. On Thursday, Finn offers counsel. Maxie considers a move. She's been considering a move. I know. And she was only on for like two seconds in regards to her own household. Yes. Portia opens up to Liz. Gladys delivers bad news. And Nina encounters Carly. On Friday, Laura and Valentine are on the hunt. Christina visits Molly. Ava has a new reason to worry. Trina advises Joss. And Michael and Carly catch up. Okay. Where do you want to start? I'm going to go with correctional institutions for 500 no, because okay. um we were just talking about correctional institutions and i feel like the cyrus and drew thing was just like a snippet and then we didn't see them again for the rest Mm-mm. of the week so we see drew talking to cyrus and saying you know he doesn't want any part in cyrus's protection leave him alone and cyrus is like well you need to get protection from somebody and then in comes these bullies that are bullying cyrus and i was it's like bull- he was the one who did that when Spencer was. Yeah, but I still just, I don't see people going up against. Cyrus I wanna, was scared of him. I want to know who, who Book has backing him because he is, he has no problem. Like, look, Cyrus, I'm going to do whatever I want. Right. And then they threw all the books on the ground and I was so sad. Do not abuse books. No. But they didn't end up taking the book. Did they take something out of the book? I didn't see. I Okay. Because he took, Cyrus said, here's the book you were looking for. It was Pet Cemetery. And he picked it up, but then he Look tossed it down. <laughs> no, he said it. He said it. I wasn't reading oh. the titles. He said it was Pet Cemetery. Anyway, he picked it up and then he threw it down. So I didn't know if there was like something hidden in it that we were supposed to pay attention to and I missed or what. But then he left and Drew's like, why are you scared of that guy? You're Cyrus Renault. You shouldn't be scared of anyone. And we didn't really get any answers. Cyrus just said, yeah, he's bad news. The Lord tells us this and spouted off more of his Bible verses. That I still think he's faking. I don't. So. I don't. I think he's legit scared of book. Don't know why. Kind of looking forward to finding out why. I mean, I think he's scared of book, but I don't think that his being saved is true. Kind of like Esme. Look, that'll lead us right into that. There we go. There we go. So we didn't see much of Esme this week, but she was inquiring about if Spencer had heard anything from Laura and she was concerned and then she wanted to take Ace to the park and he said no let's go swimming he'll love dipping his feet in the pool yes that's I like, cute I did like how excited she was about the fact that she just bought him a new swimsuit and it had I a have, matching hat yes because that is totally me whenever I'm buying baby clothes like oh my god it has a matching hat so cute um I don't feel like they had that stuff when my kids were little yes they did not like the matching yes, not every single one then you didn't shop in the right places because yes they did okay I was a young single mom I did not have money I had credit cards so Warner Brothers and Disney store oh god no matching socks oh my gosh they grow out of that stuff in like two seconds mm-hmm. yeah I did not spend that money on my babies I did because at 18, I thought that's what proved I was a good mom. My kid's outfit was cuter than yours. Well, and then he started. Congratulations. You were a better mom than <laughs> me. Your kids had cuter clothes. And then he started uh, daycare, and I was like, oh, Walmart Garnimals it is because those outfits were getting ruined. But anyway, matchy matchy, super cute. 
So then Trina comes over and says, Spencer, I miss you. I need to see you, but I can't see you. And they just have this whole boring conversation about what they should and shouldn't do. And Esme goes upstairs and tells Ace that obviously Trina means more than he does to Spencer and that she's going to take him to the park, even though she wanted to take him to the pool, which was not her idea. It was Spencer's. But then she says, unless someone can come between them and gets that look in her eye. Yeah. Evil Esme. I just don't know. Resurfacing. I I just, I feel bad (laughs) that they're doing that to her. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It it totally makes sense. But it just stinks. But she was just, if, if Laura was still around, this probably wouldn't be happening. Because she would be getting the support. She would be getting somebody else. You think? I think this will also be, be happening. I think she wants I think Laura Spencer. would catch on to it and be like, ah, yeah, so no, don't worry about that. Worry about your stuff. Yeah. Spencer's with Trina. But I still think that she would be conniving in the background. I don't know. I guess we'll see if Laura comes back. I mean, I hopefully. Hope she's I mean, she's back. coming back, but like in time. <laughs> don't say that. No, because I feel like Laura would, I just feel like she would catch on to it and be like, mm, no. Yeah. No, no, no. Leave Spencer alone. Focus on the kid. Let him go. You want to lead that to uh, Laura? Because we finally saw Carly's old house. So we now know what happened with the house that Jack's bought. It's in Russia. It's in Russia now. (laughs) So for everyone who has been wondering, what did happen to that house? That is the house that Jack's bought Carly. It was moved. Yep. (laughs) And they moved to the front front door. Because you used to have to walk in the front door and then like walk around that little nook to get into her living room. I don't think so. Yeah. It was not. Just doors right there. Well, maybe that was to help us believe that it was yes. a different house. Yes, absolutely. That's what it was for. But the rest of it, like the fireplace on the left-hand side and those stairs, was absolutely her old house. But they did change the front door to make you go, oh, no, they just used the same architect. I don't know. I was just like, okay, so you're in a house now. And that's pretty much what they talked about with the guy. Everything was done through an attorney. He never met the previous seller, which is not uncommon. Right. And it's he has just, no idea where Nicholas is. Right. Which we already it's, knew because Nicholas is back in Pawtuck. Yeah. I don't really have much on all of that. Mm-mm. I mean, there really I wasn't. just don't know how they're going to connect it. Like, okay, either Laura is going to stay there and keep pushing because she believes he's there and then she's going to get hurt and we don't want to see anything happen to Laura or she's going to go back home and how is that connecting her to Nicholas until she talks to Sonny mm-hmm. and finds out <gasps> all this Ava stuff. There's nowhere to go I with think it. Sonny will tell Laura. Oh, I think he will, too. Absolutely. But do you think Sonny will tell Ava that he's telling Laura? No, no. But then Laura will have that, like, yelling, sad scene with Ava about but you that's killed the my thing. son. Like, I'm torn about it because Sonny and Ava are good friends when they are co-parenting mobsters. They are. I, they I are. like how they are right now. But he has a dedication to Laura because of Luke that will but never go away. Right. So I think he's going to tell Laura and then Laura is going to scream and yell at Ava. And then Ava is going to be like, I'm sorry, if I knew where Mason had the body, I'd at least tell you so that you could have a proper funeral. Right. And then that is going to put Laura in the right direction. Maybe. Okay. My thing is, Nini, Nina's just like completely oblivious to this entire other side of Sunny that she and her best friend and her fiance have this whole relationship. Yep. And insanely complex dangerous life that she's just like did, 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 I didn't want nothing to do with it right mm, maybe we should worry about the stuff you don't know 
I mean, she can't really even keep straight the stuff that she does know. So I don't know that she should be overwhelmed with all that extra stuff. Because she's I don't probably wanna... going to get mad at both of them when it comes out. And then she's going to be like, you guys were keeping secrets from me. I was just going to say, I don't want her to know all this stuff because that's just more for her to whine about. And I don't want to hear it. But that's what's going to happen is she's going to get mad at Sunny for having secrets with her best friend. And then she's going to get mad at Ava for talking to her to Sunny. And both Sunny and Ava are going to say, listen here, Chicky, our kid means more than you do. So get over it or just sit there and I don't know if Sunny would say that. Maybe he'll get there again soon. I did like that he went along with... So Okay, we met Betsy. Betty. 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 We'll just go into her. So yeah, we met Betty this week. Did we meet her last week? I can't remember. Or we just saw her. I think we just saw her. The picture or something. Yeah. So... She's crazy. I really didn't like her. She was so... She's not a real nanny. You know that, right? I know. But okay. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted her to still be a nice person. Like, like even though Sonny's a mobster, he's a nice guy. I wanted her to be involved Do you think mob. anyone working for Mason is going to be a good person? But she could still be nice. She called Avery a spoiled brat. Do you think anyone working with Mason well, is actually going sad. to be nice? She's not a spoiled brat. She, she at least didn't say nice it to her face. Girl. Yeah, I want to jaw. There are to hear some people, right? There are some people that say, mm. "I know, I know," but I don't. So want at to least think she about didn't. That. Yeah, we can give her that. Okay. Ava now has a butler named Giles. Yes. But Betty mentioned Ava's mom again. Uh huh. And we finally had a phone call to her. Yep. So we're going to have to do a four one one on her soon. Oh, but real quick, this upcoming four one one, we are going to be having a fan spotlight with Janelle. Finally, reading that. Is Esme faking her amnesia and digging into that one? We still have not even read the email. I can't wait to get into it. So we're going to do this all, I mean, live as we record. Yes. So that's all we know at this time. But then maybe we should do Ava's mom. Yeah. The week after. You remember how I was taking the summer off from Mm -hmm. (laughs) 411? They just keep bringing up new stuff. Yes. But that one's easy too, because she wasn't really involved. Right. But I feel like we need to do a snippet one about Lulu too. We'll get there. Hold it. We'll get there. I'm just saying. That, we'll get like there. They gave us. Oh. Yes. Lulu's going to miss Carly Bobby's funeral. Oh, she wakes up. I know, but that's where we're tracking. We got to wake okay, her up. Okay, hold it. Let's get back to Betty. Let's get back to Betty right, and we'll finish right, up and then we can jump there. Okay. Oh my gosh. We have to do Bobby before we do Lulu. Oh my gosh. I don't even know where to start. Okay. No, I disagree. We have to do Lulu before okay, we do Bobby. Okay, you can get started on that. We need Thanks. to wake her up. <laughs> We'll talk about it off off air. Off air. Okay. All right. Betty. So Sonny went along with yeah. Ava's stuff. And he's like, oh, no, I fully trust Ava. He overdid that. He did. I mean, was Betty really not going to pick up, especially where she threatened Ava on, you have to sell me. She should have been expecting more of a sell. She sold a little bit, but saying two extra things. And then him going, I trust you. I don't feel like that was really... Her trying to win him over. I don't think he did a good job of needing Ava to convince him when they met at Ava's house. Yes. But that's what I'm talking about. Day when they used her and he was like, Oh, Avery likes you. Mm -hmm. That's the most important step. Thanks for taking her. Blah, blah, blah. We'll see you tomorrow. Here's your money for the day. Like then I believed. Yeah. That he was very dismissive and. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That I will say. But like in the initial interview or whatever. Right. Sunny would normally have like a million more questions. I need your background check. I need. Right. 
But maybe that's where he's kind of playing it off because she said, do you want me to take her back to your penthouse? And he was like, no, you're done Mm. for the day. So maybe he's going to say to her, like, as this progresses, I'm going to start needing this information from you if you're going to keep, if you're going to swap houses. Ah, Like you're going to get, you know, four hours with her a day for the first two weeks and then six hours and then you can start picking up, you know, doing her shifts at my house too. Okay. Build it up because I don't think Sonny would jump into that. No. The first day that that's why I was like that you're watching you my kids. Sure, you have free reign in my house too. No, right. Not if I had a shady business. Mm-mm. But then as soon as she leaves, he's like, Ava, what <laughs> is going on? Yeah. And Ava held off, and then she cracked. I don't even think she cracked. I think she realized, no, I need to tell you this stuff because um. So I killed Nicholas. And Mason has the body. Yeah, and Austin knows. And even Austin and him are scared of whoever they work for, so mm-hmm. I'm scared too. And they have my mother. Right. He, I was glad that he did get angry, and he's like, yeah, so um, if this involves my child, which he screamed. Right. You know, this is. Right, you should have come, come, come to me You should have come to me. Yeah. Yes. But I think that their relationship is all, I think it's better now because of Nina, because Sonny doesn't want that extra complication. But I don't know. It. He has to realize, too, he's not exactly reliable to her. True. Where she can't think, oh, he's going to take away even more. Right. Based on this situation, which he never once Mm -mm. said. No, he did not threaten that at all this time. So, yay. (laughs) I guess. I don't know. Good co-parenting for not threatening to take visitation away. Yes. But I I like that Carly picked up on it instantly. And she's like, whatever. Yeah. Are you guys going to tell me what? No. Okay, fine. I'll just. Yep, I love having Avery. We'll take her for the sleepover. But when you guys want to let me in on what's going on, you know where to find me. Right. So she got her big news this week that you have been foretelling. Yeah. So, okay, I'm just, I'm tired of the entitlement. I'm sorry. So she went in on Monday and closed Kelly's. And I'm like, oh, no, they're going to start Bobby's storyline. without. I'm sorry. Please don't. You have to wait for the. You have to 45 years. Yeah. So Joss meets her, meets Carly at Kelly's and is like, hey, so I just found out from so-and-so's mom that you're selling the house. Yeah. And she's like, I won't accept any money from Michael, Sonny, or Drew because only because it'll raise red flags. Mm -hmm. And then Joss is like, well, I have money from dad. Why can't you take that? Mm -hmm. And she's like, no. So here's the deal. I get this for free for a dollar. Sorry, a dollar. But Bobby is over in Amsterdam helping settle Luke's affairs. So we have a reason why she's not there. But she did say that when she got back on her feet that she was going to pay Bobby the actual value of it. Good. We'll see if that happens because now we know it's not going to. But so Carly now owns Kelly's. If she changes that restaurant, no, it needs to stay a little diner. It needs to stay the little mom and pop counter it i agree do not turn it into mini metro court but i don't think that that's what she was trying to do i think she was saying that she was going to renovate the upstairs so that that part was livable again but she did say she was going to start renting that out to the well not joss's disgust at the idea that she might i was just like seriously just be thankful that you guys even have an option because most people whenever they go through a financial hardship that's they don't wind up having a family member just give them a business and the potential to have somewhere else to stay. Right. That's not oh, 
Oh, and then she said that she's always benefited. So she admitted to always yes. benefiting from Sonny and Jax's for too long, but she always stands on her own two feet. When when was that? When was she standing on her own two feet? Maybe she's talking about like way back when, like when she first came to poor Charles. When she was sleeping with her mother's husband? Mm-hmm. And getting and money ha- from AJ and Jason. And getting money from AJ and Jason <laughs> and lying about who the father of her child is. And also getting I'm not a leg up she's on Oh, that's a good her. one. A leg up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the two feet she's talking about. Um, <laughs> woo! <laughs> it, it just drives... She is so delusional. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she means the work that she put into it. You can't deny... That she did actually work at the Metro Court. Yes, she did. Yes. She, she, like, yes, she got it from Jax, but she worked it day in and day out and was like, we should do this to make it better. We should do this to make it better. Yeah. And was the face of the hotel. So maybe that's what she means. Okie dokie. Uh, I'm just trying to help her out. She stood on her own two feet when she checked in the hotel customers. Well, I'm glad to hear that she did not take the easy way out by sitting on a stool. (laughs) But I mean, if she can't change Kelly's, like I don't think she's going to change Kelly's. I think she said she was going. She said she was going to make it like what it used to be. So maybe adding some special menu items or something. But I don't think she's going to change the look of it. She can't. can't. It's looked like that forever. Yeah. Other than the different doors. Right. And let's get some. PCU students living up, up above. Yeah. Kelly's. That That'd be great. Maybe make your daughter no. so she can learn how to take care of herself. No. No, she's just going to move right back in with Dex. Or not back in. She's just going to move right in with Dex. Ugh. In and his entirely apartment. pointless. In his apartment that doesn't have air conditioning. It's okay. They have ice cubes and candles. Whatever. That There's not even anything to talk about no. with them. No. There's not. No, not not that scene. They just sat there feeding each other food and rubbing ice cubes all over each other. I fast forwarded. But at the pool, she did confront him with, what are you doing here? I did not like the nanny for Avery. What's going on? And he was like, I honestly have no idea what's going on. But Sonny told me to watch them. And so I am. Which makes sense. Right. Like, why would Joss even question that? It's, oh, yeah, new nanny for my sister. You're checking out to make sure that everything's exactly Cool. That sounds like Sunny. But I think she knew that there was more because that nanny was mean to her. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not her sister. Maybe she needs to do a little bit more homework. Right. Exactly. I did. I like Joss being like, I can draw you a family tree if you need one. Yeah. That. And then she said, oh, you won't need it because you won't be around that long. Yeah. Like, mm-mm, girlfriend. I didn't even write anything down about Joss and Dex because I was just like, yeah. Yeah. It was, Fast forward. It was too much. I like how protective Joss is of her sisters, though. Yeah. She, like, ran right over and was like, hey, what's up? Who are you here with? What's going on? And then picked up on the fact that that nanny was not nice. Unlike the sisterly love between... Sam and Christina and Molly. Those were the scenes I could have fast forwarded through. Do we really need to rehash? I think that's when I the entire out. past. Are we bringing up Kiefer? They and did. Seriously, at no point did they say Molly, you were nine. Right. Right. You know, she's like, I saw that it was going on. No, no, no. If we were now age, right, and you are suspicious that your sister or anyone you know is being right beat. But when you're nine, mm. I don't know if that was her correct age, but that's she was, it, she younger, was a child. Right? Yes. She was a child. 
So yes, even if she was like 13, if your older sister is telling you I'm fine, right? Then like, how are you supposed to help? And I Googled, I couldn't see anywhere where the actress hurt her foot. So the entire thing with <sighs> her on the couch with her leg up, I'm sorry, I'm bored already. Yes. I, she and Sam talked about how she's trying to process what they want to do if they want to, if they don't. I like that Sam did say, you know, it's okay if you decide you don't. Right. Like just because at one point you did want to doesn't mean that you have to now continue right. with that. And then Sam's like, well, I'll be here anytime that you need to listen. I'm like, that's fantastic. And then she goes, or maybe one day babysit. And I'm like, really? Yeah, After just, that entire conversation you just had you with just her. You just put pressure on you her. You just. Exactly. I'm like, that was kind of rude to be like, by the way, I'm expecting at some point for you to figure out that you do want to talk. Right. That's all that I wrote. Sam offering to listen and then to babysit. Ugh. I'm fine with them discussing the fertility stuff because that is what Molly's going through right now. But why we're rehashing why I'm a bad sister or you're a good sister. I was just so bored with it. Yeah. Thanks for finding my horsey. Oh, yeah, you were always so smart. Oh, my gosh. Stop. And why were we pouring maple syrup on little girls? <laughs> but that was kind of because... the realization that, yeah, maybe Christina made life a little hard for Molly to have friends. <sighs> but I, I just didn't. But that didn't happen. Right. Like, we didn't see that happen. Right. And I'm sorry. I don't feel like that's the relationship that we did see. No. Molly is not dying. She hurt her foot. Yeah. And she has a medical issue that she needs to mentally work through to figure out what she's going to physically do. But it's still not life or death. So I'm not sure why we have to rehash all the good times and bad times of our whole lives. Like, that's a conversation that should have taken place between Willow and someone when she was in the hospital mm -hmm. and they weren't sure if she was going to make it. Yeah. That's not a conversation for the Davis girls. No. Unless they're trying to force us seeing them bonding as new new actors in the roles, then how about we bring up things that actually happened other than Kiefer? Like, let's talk about the time that they put together the Valentine's Day for Sam and Jason. Right. And how cute that was. Right. Or... Or just have them bond over the stuff that's going on right now. Christina is opening... This center, I am absolutely positive that there is some laws somewhere sure. that she is confused by that Molly can say, oh, hey, not to overstep, but remember, you need to file the blah, 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 blah. Or if you're going to have X amount of kids hanging out in this space, you need to have blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I'm not or a lawyer. Or even asking about have you have like, do you have legal retainer being that you are taking in? Right, there's liability. That have potentially severely difficult situations, like we talked about with Kiefer, where he was dangerous. Yes. You, if you are taking these kids in, you also need to know what your rights are in protecting them. Yes. As well as the other people that are also staying and preventing, if someone right. is trying to get to them, what can you do? You're right. That is That would have been an excellent conversation for the two of them to have been having when Christina was doubting herself and... You know, maybe we should mention the fact that, yeah, she might have dropped out of school, but she killed it at the bar. Right. You know, and yes, Julian owned the bar mm -hmm. and Christina worked for Julian. Right. So she earned the management position under Julian. Yes. Then Sonny came and bought the bar and took that away from her and right. gave it to Phyllis. Yep. She should go talk to Carly. Yeah. And like, no, 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 no. Here's how you stand on your own two feet when dad <laughs> takes something away from you and you still do all the jobs. 
And then he goes, you know what? You've been doing such a good job. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I was before you bought the bar. Right. Uh So, okay. So I think he only bought the bar because Christina was working there, but she had previously done the work to be the manager. And then he gave it to Phyllis. Yes. (laughs) Who's never around. Nope. But yeah, I was equally as why, why? Yeah, I just. And then Sam and Dante trying to get it on after discussing Cody was stabbed and Dex found a dead body. Mm -hmm. Those are typically not mood killers for me. (laughs) You know, I I don't typically. Baby, it's so hot when you talk about dead bodies in an alleyway. I remember that day your best friend was stabbed. (laughs) It was take it me was now. so hard to take. <laughs> I'll give you something hard to take. Our <laughs> <laughs> PG and rating. That's how they got it. Just was taken away from us. <laughs> I didn't explain what that meant. Oh my! But then Cody shows up and passes out. Right. And then they go anyway. Yeah, right. She's like, I'm pretty sure he's gonna sleep good tonight. So. But he spilled about the poker game to Dante. Yes. I'm glad that they're going to put yes. the pieces together to understand why all the Sasha stuff is happening. Yes. And why Gladys is a jerk. And Cody's putting that before his own best interest. Yes. He's putting Sasha. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can just go into her. I was, I just wanted to jump through the TV and punch the doctor in the face. She's like, I was feeling great until I started seeing you and you started giving me those meds. And then he injected her with something as she's screaming, no, don't. And I'm like, you jerk. I'm so upset that Maxie didn't hear her out in the hallway because she was standing outside talking with Gladys. And Gladys wouldn't let her see her. No. And is super suspicious. Yeah. The whole way around. Right. Like. Why would they give you a name tag to come into a facility right. if they weren't going to let you visit the patient anyway? Right. If you've got that far, Maxi, then obviously there's not a restriction on the patient. Right. <sighs> Get your stubbornness back and go do it. Right. But no, she was too flustered after leaving her apartment. I hated that whole scene. I want to know why, because I feel like it's probably the same thing. Okay. The kids are fighting, the kids are fighting, the kids are fighting. Okay, kids fight. Sometimes this is mom, totally overwhelmed, especially when you have other stuff to do. That's fine. Mac raised three daughters Boom! on his own without Felicia's help and managed to keep his house nice and clean and them sharing their stuff and blah, 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 blah. But he's just sitting there. Okay, kids, like he has never interacted with children in his life. Can you put the iPad down now? Put the iPad down. And then Felicia comes in and is like, Sergeant Felicia, I'm here. You put that and away. And he's like, how'd you do that? Yeah. You weren't even around to raise your own kids. That right. was Mac. Right. It was ridiculous. It was exactly. I, I, said, I was not a fan roles. that they had shown Mac is incompetent with them when he's the one who raised Robin, Maxie, and Georgie. Yep. If they would have switched the roles, I would have been totally right. on board with her being like you guys you need to listen blah 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 grandma needs you to clean up like oh you know what i didn't go through this with your mom and her sister because i wasn't there exactly as your mom reminded me at her sister's funeral exactly ridiculous mm-hmm it was bailey she was at the babysitters okay she she did, did say she, as did she, she was okay. leaving she was like they get one snack at the pool and Bailey Lou's with the babysitter, the daycare, the something. I don't know. But yes, okay. she did explain what She's the probably just was. keeping a routine with she might have had off that day to go see Sasha, but right. Bailey needs to be at the Yes. But we have a new Georgie. Yes. She is now fourteen. 
That's how the actress is. So yes. we're going to go with that. So she's been aged up about four years. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But someone came back this week. Yes. We got Scarlett Fernandez back as Charlotte. Yes. I was so excited. I was so excited too, but I can't believe how old she looks. I know. Like, I know she's growing up and that's just how real life happens. But it's the same as with my babies when I look at pictures and I'm like, wait a minute, you are not that old. I know. And they went to go visit Lulu for the first time in three years. <laughs> Two and a half years. And that's why I'm saying that we need to do a mini 411 because when she says to Lulu, I didn't even tell my friends what really happened to you. My brain is like, what really did happen to you? I can't remember. It's been Go so back long. and listen to the floating rib. Yes. Yes. Go I back mean, and listen to our 411 about the floating rib. That's yes. what happened. But for a minute, my brain was like, I don't know either. But my question is, how did her friend's parents not know? Right. Right. It wasn't did on they the not, news. Right. <laughs> That uh, makes zero sense. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I definitely had enough stuff happen without social media, without texting. We had the on the wall phones. Right. You still were kept when in the something loop of things like that. Devastating happened. Yeah. We knew. Right. If something happened to like one of our friends, we knew. Yeah. So not buying it. Did not even think about the fact that Lulu's house is empty and they're going to have Maxi buy Lulu's house. I know. I thought for a minute they were going to try to make her take Carly's house. And I was like, that is too big of a house yeah, for Maxie. Maxie doesn't Maxie yes. wouldn't want that either. Maxie no. would not. But yes, I could see her in Lulu's house. That would be perfect. But are we going to ruin her closing day by having Lulu wake up? I mean, I'm She's going to be signing that. on the papers and then Lulu wakes up. And it's like, don't sell my house. Right. And where's my husband? Right. Well, no. I know they were divorced beforehand, but mm-mm. She reluctantly divorced him. She reluctantly divorced him because, and, and today, not today, but the day that it happened, she, he was like, we miss you, Lulu. Like, they yeah. have to let that spark come back. I know. Sam, I'm sorry, but you're No, we're not. Out. Sorry, not, we're not. sorry. <laughs> you're out. None of us are sorry. He needs to be with Lulu. He does. And the only acceptable recast is Julie Berman. Yep. But I don't even want a recast. I'm like, just saying, gotta if get it has to be, back. if it has to be, the only acceptable no, is Julie Berman. No, because she said that she, it was not her choice to leave, which means I they know. need to let her come back. I agree. I refuse to But she to could also have anyone. moved on no. to do something else no. in the past two and a half years. No. She could have been like, I'm not sitting around waiting for GH no. every day. She's just making some pretty scarves and selling them on Etsy. She is. We do need to look at her store and buy something. Ready to come back to GH. I have decided for Listen, her. Listen, I would 100% be a fan of that. Okay. 
Oh, we can have her learning how to knit while she's getting her motor skills back. Oh, that would be cute. Maxie could teach her how to knit. Yes. Okay. They could live together. They could live together. That would make sense. Yes. Maxie would help. 100%. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Okay. See, they don't need temporary writers. We just fixed it for you. I know. Seriously, guys, we've been offering this for four years now. <laughs> I feel like we've been writing it all along. You can just listen to the podcast and take our I notes. was going to say several people have also commented on that. Yes. So, <laughs> all right. Where do we go from there? Now I have to look at my notes because nothing else was interesting. Oh, totally not anything except for it was cute. Yuri gave Terry a key to his house and it had yes. the little lightning bolt on it that symbolized their first date or whatever. What was their first date? I don't oh, know. The, no, it was the um the Quartermain picnic. The what was the drink? What was the yeah, drink called? The I forget what it was called, but yes, it had something to do yes. with the fact that there yes. was a lightning bolt on it. He's sweet, and she, and they've been together a year already. Yes, and she like totally dropped the ball. He's like, here's the key to my apartment. I really care about you, blah blah blah. And then she's like, wait, hold on a second. I have to go talk to Finn. What? And ask him to be co-chief, which I've already asked him. Yes, right. exactly. Couldn't have waited? No. What the heck? Could have waited. And then he... And it's not even like we saw her say, I'm so sorry. I, I was just so caught off guard. I right. didn't know what to do. Right. No. No. And then he gets the call from Valentine where he can't hear Valentine, but then mm-hmm. we see later that they were okay. And then she does finally go and get the spare key from her office and is like, here's the key to my house, but I don't have a cute keychain because you caught me off guard, but I'm so happy, blah, blah, blah. And yes. they're just so cute. Yes. So cute. I guess we could just stick with Finn and Finn asks Liz for a date. And she says, I was going to ask you on a date. And they already had made both of them reservations at the Port Charles Grill. So let's dissect the date. Okay. They've already been together once. So she already knows his comfort level when it comes to alcohol. However, he does still thank her for taking that into consideration and talks, uh, talks about it. But he talked about it like that should be okay in all situations, and it's not. No. You definitely have to take that on a case-by-case situation. Yes. I just, I didn't like how he talked about it because he was like, it's ridiculous if you can't drink because I can't. No, if you're going to be in a relationship with an addict, you need to know what is acceptable and what's too much for them. Yes. But I think she was already respecting his boundaries, so he was like, okay, we're good. She didn't order a bottle. She ordered right. a glass. Right. Which it appeared she drank that glass throughout all of dinner. Yes. Not downing it and asking for four more. Right. So. Yes. But I like that. We'll get that to that in a second, too. So Amy puts herself on bedpan duty anytime she gossips because she knows Liz is just going to do it right. anyway. Right. I feel like that's a waste of her nursing skills because with the amount that she gossips, she just must be on bedpan duty 24-7. Right. And I thought it was weird that Liz is like, no, seriously, you can check in on Violet. That was weird. He wouldn't let her. That was weird. Yeah. Or she wouldn't have let him. Right. And then. Yeah. Red flag. If you're dating anyone and they won't let you check your phone to check on your kid. Yeah. yeah the bye. date's over. And so is the relationship. Like, that was just crazy. And then he doesn't know that she likes to paint. That was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. And, and then she brings up Franco and is like, oh, my God, is that weird? And he's like, "Uh, no, I know you were married before. Thank you. Well, and surprise, he's been in relationships before also, you know, with your sister. Yes. And the woman that you killed that was having the affair with your dad. Right. She did not kill her. No. But she thought but, she did. Right. Right. But, you know, those two. Yeah. 
And then they just laugh. Ha ha ha. Right. <laughs> but that chocolate cake looked good. It did. I wanted that. Was that like that molten lava chocolate cake? Because I love that's molten chocolate That's what it cake. looked like to me. It was, oh, yeah. But my biggest problem was the manager, whatever he was, being like, no, Dr. Finn, you can stay as long as you want. No, your waiter hates you. Leave. Right. Right. There was a closing time. Yes. But see, I was confused with the whole situation. Okay. I I don't know. Never worked in a restaurant business. But your waiter hated clothes. you. No, 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 no. Okay. No. I'm There's a question you know. to go with this. We want to leave too. Okay. But if you close at 10 mm-hmm. and at nine o'clock, it is completely dead. No signs of life anywhere. You still have to stay till 10. Yep. Right? Yep. So if you go down to bare staff and like you close down as much as you can I mean, you start your closing stuff because because right, no one's you don't there. Need three bartenders right. and five servers or whatever. Right. So that makes sense. But he said to them, "The kitchen is closing soon. Do you want something else?" So that felt to me like it didn't matter if they were there or not because the kitchen wasn't closing until right. I will take whatever that as time. it was like quarter till. Yeah. So they're like, okay. So if it was just them sitting there eating their cake while. Everything else was happening around That's them. fine. But the way that he said it, because he kept saying doctor. Yes. Doctor. As yes. though, I don't care if you are a doctor or a queen or whatever. That does not give you extra privileges. Well, even Elizabeth I'm said sorry, that earlier. It no, it doesn't. It's but like, Liz had said that earlier. I'll call and cancel my reservation because you don't want that. Like, you're the person that cancels because you're a doctor right. or whatever. So that was... I treat my $100,000 clients the same as I've treated my million-dollar clients. I don't care. Right. It doesn't impress me. Maybe it's just me. No, that's how it should be. I don't think that it's... Your worth is not your bank account. Right. So... Not discounting that he definitely has a very prestigious title, and I don't think that he ever flexes it. No, no. He and he didn't walk in and be like, the reservation's under Dr. Finn. He was like, Finn. F-I-N-N. Yeah. So I like, what's that guy's, what, what's he doing? I don't know why it was written that way because Finn's not like that. And Elizabeth's not impressed by the doctor title. No. And so and she works at the hospital. She knows. Yeah. So she, whenever she was like, oh, we're like, we're the last ones here. I was like, okay, I can understand that feeling like, mm-hmm. oh, we're special because we're the last ones here. But if they're so cleaning up and I'm not taking time away from that process, right. other than the three dishes that they said, go ahead, take my time. I'm okay with that. Right. But uh, yeah, it was just weird. I don't know why they played off of that at all. Right. But I'm glad they had a nice date and it was cute that the kids all told each other, like, don't bother them. They're on a date. And I liked the more forwardness whenever she said something about if Finn wanted more and he was like, yes, I do. And leaned over and kissed her. It was like, oh, that was sweet. That was like the first time in a long time that I've seen them and been like, oh, I'm interested to know what happens next. But that whole thing just annoyed me. I'm like. So kind of to answer your question, so I would give them 15, 20 minutes after close. If they've been there that long and they had given the heads up 15 minutes prior to closing, have the dessert. You have your dessert. You finish your wine. Right. Restaurants Here's close your at bill. the time. Right. Blah, blah, like, blah. Pay out so that way they can go cash out. Go ahead and sit. But you still have to clean those dishes and you still have to like clean that table and everything. Right. So, right, right, right. Like they really can't leave until all that stuff is done. Yes. Yes. At least that's how it was 14 years ago, the last time I worked in a restaurant. It could be different now. I'm assuming it's not. But when he said that, I'm like, no, you cannot stay as long as you want. 
Right, right. <laughs> stay as long as you want. No, no, stay as long as it takes you to eat your cake because we're still cleaning up. Right. But do not dilly-dally. Um, we could go to the second cutest thing. Well, not cutest thing, but I like that they head-on had Finn go see Curtis to make sure that he was okay and that he was managing his medication okay. Mm-hmm. And Curtis said, yep, I have the doctors are aware they are managing it. And Finn was like, that's great. But just so you know, it can still sneak up on you. Right. So just be aware. So I think that they are not going to have that happen with Curtis. I am praying that they do not have him get hooked on right. the opioids. Because that. no, it's sad enough that we're going to deal with what we're dealing with, with Taggart, but it's, I'm, I'm glad that they are addressing it mm-hmm. because I mean, I've never been in that situation, but I can only imagine that it would be very difficult to go through that without any kind of pain manic- medication. Right. Pain management. Mm-hmm. So I liked that Finn took I loved, that on. I loved all that with Curtis, that he went to talk to him and that Curtis was whatever. I hated all the Portia stuff. He finally blew up and was like, I'm sitting here in this bed, probably in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. And all I can think about is you cost me 20 years with my daughter get out. We weren't on good terms before this happened. Why are you here now? Like you're my cute little wifey. I need space. Get out. And Liz even asked her that. She's like, what's the difference? And she's like, I feel like we would have gotten here. This just kind of sped things up a little bit. But then Portia's venting to Liz who did the same thing with Jason about Jake. Right. Right. For different reasons. Right. But I don't know. I just, but then Portia talks to them and then goes back in and is like, no, I'm not leaving you alone. Blah, blah. If I told you to get out, get out. Okay. I will give her though. I like that. She came back with pamphlets and was like, listen, if I can't get you off your phone, if I can't get you to stop looking things up, how about you start looking into this stuff? Start looking into That's how fine. are we going to work or how are you going to. That's fine. If she leaves it at that, but knowing Portia, she's not, she's, she's already gonna said, keep... I'm going to help you. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. I don't care what happened to him or what title you think you have. He has every right to finally be processing what you did by taking his daughter from him for 20 years. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she doesn't know where she belongs in this whole situation. Like she keeps saying, we're going to be this family and help you through it. Blah, blah, blah. Trina doesn't know how she feels because he has not been her dad for her entire life. Mm -hmm. And now she's stuck with this guilt of, you're shot and going to be in a wheelchair, but my dad's over here now going to end up with a drinking problem. What am I doing? Right. And Portia just wants to whine about let's eat good food together. No. But they did get takeout from Bernardino's. They did. And that's the thing. Like she's talking about how she's going to rearrange her schedule. Like she did when Trina was little and she made dinner every night. And I mean, that's great. But all she was doing was reminding him of that time and And giving him specific. And he's like, I could have been there having that, you know, I could have, yeah. You know, and that's probably what he's thinking in his head is. Right. Well, that's is... nice. So she's complaining to you about her second grade spelling test that I'm not helping her with. Right. It is not normal for him to just be like, oh, I missed 20 years. It's fine. I love you. Yeah. He he's needs really to taking stock that. of everything. Yeah. Yeah. And she needs to let him. Exactly. If it had been the reverse situation that somehow he got a hold of their daughter and then kept her from Portia for 20 years, Portia would not be like, oh, yeah, I love you. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Did he call her baby at some point, though? He did. Yeah. Ugh. With the food, right? Yeah. Maybe he was talking to the food. Maybe. I don't think so, though. Pomodoro, baby. No, it was like kind of before he snapped out because then she kept talking and he then all of a sudden was like, yeah, no, get out. 
I was so happy when he told her, get out. And then she's like, I'm not leaving you. No. You know what, though? Maybe he will let her help him figure out the new life. Oh, I like, though, that he was like, we didn't even consummate the marriage. Yeah. We can get an annulment. That's right. Boom. So I hope that he does let her help him as long as she is helping him Mm -mm. adapt to what his new life is going to be. But do you think that Marshall's not going to do that? Right. Do you think that Trina's not? And But it's. They're going to have a hard time making Trina stay away. Right. But she's not going, like Portia said, she was there for 24 hours making sure that he was okay. She's not going to be one that is just like, comes over and sits with you. She's going to want to see you work with the physical therapy. And how can I help you through this? But she has the support of Marshall and Stella. Yeah. I don't trust Portia after the way that she's twisted the stuff with Spencer Mm -mm. and Esme. I don't trust her to only be looking out for Curtis's best interest. She has proven that she is selfish because she kept Trina from him because that was what was best for her and all this stuff with Spencer and Esme. So no, Mm -mm. you are not the selfless loving mom that you keep pretending to be. You are looking out for number one and using her daughter to do it. Right. I know she's 20 something years old, but still, she's still your child. Kids are not pawns. Right. No matter how old they are. (laughs) join me for more shannonisms and then the only other note that i have i'm sure you have more because we've talked about how you do your notes but is that they were playing up the will is so happy blah 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 blah. she's folding laundry it's her dream come true not gonna lie i like folding laundry when i get the chance to just no when i get the chance to sit down and put on a good movie and do nothing but fold laundry and watch a movie and then put it away Maybe if it was cute little baby clothes, but no, no. not big people clothes. I don't want to fold these. Um, oh, no. I don't do anyone else. We all do our own laundry. I only do Madeline's. But, yeah, that's, it's not fun to fold. Uh, but I do. I liked that they were showing them happy in everyday things because I was tired of seeing, like, oh, we're going to go to Paris. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Like, she should be enjoying her everyday life. But then it threw the whole Nina scene in there of her showing up. I'm sorry, but we have cell phones and you are at a hospital that has phones and everyone around you has phones. You wouldn't send a quick text to your daughter that you've been dying to have a relationship with for how many months now? Hey, something came up. It's with Sasha. I'll explain when I get there. Mm -hmm. You're just going to show up late and be like, no, 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 wait, listen, listen. As you know, Michael is going to be ready to kick your butt out. Yep. Ridiculous. Like That's called considerate. Every single Sunday at 11.55, I get a text from Amanda. <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> I'm late. I'm on my way. Right. But that's somewhat considerate. <laughs> but then after her visit, so she just goes to Kelly's. We still don't know why she, I mean, I'm assuming she went to Kelly's to get coffee or something. Right. And sees Carly. And fair enough, Carly kind of made it sound like this is all your fault that... I have to be here. Nina's like, how is it my fault that your mom gave you the restaurant? Okay, yes, it is. But Carly doesn't know it yet. Right. So that is why I'm saying it that way. It is. Well, no, it's not. It's Carly's fault that she is in the position that she's in. It's Carly's fault. Absolutely. Because she did the insider trading, even if she didn't mean to do the insider trading. But Nina is still walking around like the whole world's not going to blow up. Right. Whenever the truth comes out that it was her choice to get back at Carly that got Carly in trouble. I'm actually on Nina's side with that because it is zero in any realm 
yes, there's this huge explosion, but then there's this little tiny explosion that happened all on its own by Carly. Right. That had nothing to do with Nina. No, it was not. It's not Nina's fault that Carly did something to get her in trouble. But the other stuff that she was referring to, like, hey, you didn't tell my husband that he was a missing person and bring him back to reconnect with me. That was Nina's fault. Yes. And the fact that, I mean, somebody did have to buy it, but it was kind of a jerk move to buy your enemy's hotel. She offered to give her the money first. She did. But it was, she knew she wasn't going to take it. Right. So, I don't know. And then she rubs it in her face. Oh, but wait, we're family now. Willow wants to have a relationship with me. Now we're family. Yeah. No. And Carly's like, we're not family because I was Willow's family way before you were. And I don't know it yet, but it's all going to blow up in your face because you went against me. And then didn't Nina have the same conversation with Michael? Yeah. We're family now. Right. And Michael's like, I will support whatever my wife wants, but no. Mm -hmm. So Michael calls Sonny about Sasha. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Sonny is also a big donor at Ferncliff and Shady Brook. Of course. I mean, he's got to get his tax right off somewhere. I mean, I don't know. And both those institutions have had him or family members in them, so. Oh, actually, so at the hospital, Nina told Sonny that if she, if her blaming Carly and Michael for everything takes away her fear of losing Sasha. So what has the excuse been before today? Right. Maybe currently, yes, that's true. You misdirect your emotions right, whatever, right. anyone but can do that you're like oh my gosh they're out of orange and i have to have grape darn you grape right not this mm. has been so long it's so long the tiny violin has stopped playing mm-hmm. but didn't he say thanks dad he did and so i think that was a big yeah thing so the couple things that oh hot chase <laughs> sorry i'm like how did uh, you <laughs> because it was in my memory i didn't make a note of it <laughs> that that was cute i liked their flirtatiousness. I don't know how they didn't choke on those peanuts, but I liked their flirtatiousness. And then he stripped down and jumped in the pool and she was like, you can't do that. You're going to get in trouble. And he's like, oh, it's only a misdemeanor. It's fine. But at the same time, you just got your badge back. Yeah. Like maybe. Yeah. I could see if they were at the quarter main estate. Right. At the pool. Right. Okay. And even after the reason that he wanted to leave the pool area was because it was closed. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe we don't, and you think they don't have cameras? Right. Up there trying to catch people sneaking into the pool? Right. Uh-huh. I just, I hope that it doesn't go anywhere. It was a sweet scene seeing them together and all he wants to do is dance with her. And I think it'll be a cute thing that like Olivia throws at them like three weeks from now. Whenever they say something, she'll be like, oh, kind of like skinny dipping in a pool. Mm. And then give them like that smile. Like, right. you two are lucky like, I'm I know the what you were doing. saw that. So you yep. better watch yourself. Okay, and that'd be the end of it. I don't Poor think Olivia. Be... She has too much to deal with right now, too. <laughs> and then Dex followed Gordon to yes. the hospital. Austin and Mason and Gordon all talk. Mm-hmm. Gordon's blackmailing Austin and Mason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, not to blackmail someone that shady. Like, you already got your payoff once. Yeah, but he's already working. I don't know. I feel like if you're in that industry, you might not care so much about... You're, you're trying to prove who's the more scary. I don't know. I'm sorry, but Gordon, you did not see more scary than Mason for me just looking at you. And then once you announced... Like, you thought it was going to get it on your side. Oh, Sonny was watching. That's just more reason for you to be out the door. But then... Dex runs into Liz in the hallway. 
And she's like, so what were you doing outside of that room? Mm -hmm. I know that you work for Sonny. And he's kind of all dumbstruck just from that. Right. And she's like, oh, you might know me. I'm Nurse Baldwin, but you might know me better as Cameron Weber's mom. Yep. I loved that. Yes. That was, oh, that was Liz. Mm -hmm. That was, I loved it. But then he notices Gordon slips out the main entrance mm-hmm. and he follows him down to the front and then sees a look dead body behind the dumpster. Right. I just I know Dante has to do the questioning that he has to do. But at the same time, it was just stupid because he's like, is that one of Sonny's guys? Oh, you called it in. Blah, blah, blah. Obviously, you're going to get nothing from this against Sonny or Dex if they called it in. Right. If there was something there, it's cleaned up by now. And yeah. there wasn't because it wasn't his dude. Yep. All right. Oh, and that was the that was the only thing that Dex and Joss actually talked about because he was like, "Aren't you going to ask if I did it?" And she's like, "I don't need to. I already know you'd tell me, and there'd be good reason why." Okay. (sighs) And yet, let's get mad at Sunny for doing the same thing. Yep. Okay. Okie dokie. Yeah, that's it. I think I don't think we missed anything. Dex, Nina, Ava. Oh, I did like Ava almost throwing her. Betty. Yes, yes. I was like, throw her off. Throw yes. Her off. But yes. she didn't. No. And Betty said, don't even get any ideas. Yes. Do you think she's related to Mason? Maybe. I don't know. I just really didn't like her. I want to so know why mean. Mason always has a lollipop. <laughs> Is that intimidating? He can't have a cigarette in the hospital so you have a lollipop? Right. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Do-do-do. Reality check. I had a kid-free week. They went with their dad on Monday. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, no, wait. Okay, so first things first. The reason we recorded Saturday last week was my father-in-law turned 80 on Thursday, so we threw him a surprise party on Sunday. Very cute. At their favorite restaurant. We had typically their favorite server does not work, and we asked her to come in on her day off, and it was her decision to do so. Yes. So we did not force her. And I'm sure she was tipped very well for it. She was tipped definitely very well for it. And so there were 16 of us, and we all had shirts that said, look who's turning 80 or something like that. And my sister-in-law had them made and they have like one of his baby pictures in them. So So cute. cute. And he was very surprised. He saw my son first and was like, when I saw him, I was like, what is going on here? (laughs) And then they saw all of us. So it was nice because we don't get all of us together very often, except for like graduation parties. Even then, I mean, we're not just the 16 of us spending time. So it was nice. Um, My in-laws are known as the Long Island people at the restaurant and we had some Long Islands, and my son and one nephew are of age. Well, my son was going to work, oh, and he's responsible and did not even have a sip of anything. Oh, I wanted him However, to just have a sip of it to be like, holy cow. My other nephew has discovered his love of margaritas, oh. and we all... I'm sorry. He was so giggly. Like, it was the cutest, <laughs> and I was sitting next to his mom, and I'm like... Oh my gosh, this is adorable. I was like, we can't tell him that this is adorable because right. we don't want him to keep going. Yes. But he's just like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> he was, everyone was responsible. Everyone was good. So okay. um, he did not drive. Thankfully, his brother is old enough to drive. So the underage one is old enough to drive. That's the best. <laughs> so I have yet to use my son as a DD. <sighs> I know. I just never did it. So, but then on Monday morning, they went with their dad for the week. And I'll be coming back tonight. And I gave myself the week off of cooking. And I went out with you Monday night. Mm -hmm. Tuesday night, we got takeout. We got uh, Mission Barbecue. (gasps) I need to try that place. So good. 
I'm going to recommend the mac and cheese, even though Amanda hates it. I'm letting everybody else know that mac and cheese is really good. It's got crunchies on top. And Wednesday, a friend was doing a fundraiser at Anthony's Coal Fire Pizza, which is where we go once a month anyway. It just happened to be on a Wednesday, not a Friday. Thursday, we went to Longhorn. Friday, we got hibachi. And then yesterday, we had leftovers. Nice. So, yeah, it was it was nice. I gave myself the week off from eating well. Mm-hmm. And I got takeout every single, or I ate out every single night this week, which I don't think I've ever done. You deserved it. Yeah. My belly hurt, but it was good. So that was it. Food. And I had the most interesting closing that I've had since COVID. Because, I mean, that just messed everything up. So mm-hmm. we're not including those. Nobody attended it. Because so it was funny. delayed and the buyer went on vacation and the seller works like an hour away and is a traveling RN. So it was too difficult to coordinate. It was just a thing. So no one attended the closing. Yeah, we were out to dinner and you're we like, were. Oh, I was like, hey, it's closed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was fun. I don't think really anything else happened. I'll let you share our joint. Yes. So Monday we went out to dinner with a fan from Cleveland, Ellen, and it was I just love how we meet up with these people. I know. At whatever random, you know, in the past it's been random events. This was a planned dinner. But it's like we've known each other for years. And we just yeah. sit and chat it up about GH stuff, but about our families, their families, whatever. And she was just so sweet and so kind to share her story with us and for us to, like, really get to know her. I know. So thank you for that, Ellen. And she was so bold because she just shot us an email and said, hey, I'm going to be in the area. I don't know if, and I mean, we just say, well, I guess we have said before our specific towns, but I don't think we say it often. No. But we just basically, I mean, Pittsburgh's a big city. Right. It is a very big city. So, I mean, it could have been the complete opposite. No, it was actually pretty darn close. So we found a halfway point and she even said, she's like, you guys could have been meeting a psycho. (laughs) I love that her (laughs) mind went there though. Like... Because that was the first thing that our significant others said, like, where are you going? Make sure your Life 360 is on. We need to know. We already had a picture ahead of time. Well, (laughs) she sent us a picture. I was like, this is what I'll be looking, look like. Yes. But it was, it was so, so sweet and so nice. So if you're ever in the Pittsburgh area, I mean, feel free, shoot us an email, pier54podcast at gmail.com. If we're able to. Right. We will, you know. Right. It just happened to be a Monday night that neither one of us had plans that we couldn't move around. And yeah, it was just so nice. It was. Yeah. So we like meeting you guys online, but also in in person. person. It was nice to have hugs. Yes. Yes. And to hear that our reality checks are, we do get a lot of people who say like they love the reality checks. I know, but it's a little weird because... We're just sitting here talking about ourselves for 10 minutes right. or so. We don't think you guys actually care about. Right. <laughs> like, I want to hear about Shannon's week. But at the same time, it's okay if other people don't. And the same about me. So it's nice to hear, like, yes, it makes an impact. And it makes, you know, yeah. other people. And actually, I thought of Ellen because yesterday was our Girl Scouts. Like, every year we raise money through the cookies. And we do different things based on what the girls' interests are. So, um Madeline's schedule and a couple of her other Girl Scout friends' schedules were just so crazy this summer that we didn't do a camping week or a go away oh, or whatever. Yeah. And so we decided to go do the Gateway Clipper oh. um, tour. And so they said something about 
you know, oh, we hadn't done this. And I was like, oh, I just made a new friend. And she talked about doing the double-decker bus. And I've never done that either. Right. And then they were talking about whenever we did the Jeff Stuckey tour and how much fun they had on that, which was years and years ago. Forever ago. Yes. So. um, It came full circle. Yeah, it just did. Because Madeline hadn't gone on those things. No, she was too little. Little, little. And so this was like her first downtown adventure. And so, um. Yeah, we went on the boat ride and they told us all about, you know, the fun, exciting things of downtown. I think the girls just liked gossiping more and there was a snack bar on the boat. So they got some chips. They had this, like, they were so smart with their money because Girl Scouts was paying for it. So I had the Girl Scout debit card and I was like, all right, you girls can go up there and each pick one thing, blah, blah, blah. And they like made a joke about, oh, we're going to spend all this money. And I was like, no, if you spend all the money, then we can't go out to lunch after this because we only have this amount of money. Right. So they went up there and each of them picked a different type of chips. Split them. And one with salsa and one with cheese. And then they got a plate and they dumped it all on and they sat there and shared. And I was like, love it. So I did not tell you that. Like, Good job. You learned something. And then they weren't too overly stuffed that we went to um, Hard, Rock, Hard Rock Cafe for loves that place. lunch. They do just because it seems to have the most kid-friendly yeah. um, entrees. But I also had to laugh because, you know, they get X amount of money that we would spend on camp. And so we're like, oh, we're going to go, you know, you can order whatever you want. Two of the girls ordered mac and cheese and one of the girls ordered Oh, two of the girls ordered chicken fingers, but the one girl was older, so it was an adult entree instead of the kid one. But I was like, you guys did not come close to spending all of your money, so now they'll get a fun gift card to, like, Target or something. Because oh, that's nice, it was I had a coupon for the Gateway Clipper. I was so excited. As much as I blow money, I love saving money also. And so when I went to order the tickets, I just Googled Gateway Clipper coupon, and it came up with $5 off, but it let you take it off every ticket, including... The kids' tickets. Very so nice. The kids' tickets were only ten bucks, and then they ordered this ten dollar lunch at Hard Rock, and I was like, "Well, you didn't do a very good job of spending all your money, but I'm glad That's that we awesome. had fun and we got some cute pictures in front of the fountain down there, and yeah, it was just it was a nice Girl Scout day. Aww. So there was a oh, how was it? It was nice. It so there was a horrible storm yeah. yesterday morning. But it cleared up by like 10.30 and the boat tour was from 11 to 12. Oh, perfect. Okay, good. Yes, it was very, very nice. So, cool. Fun adventure. Learn stuff about Pittsburgh, even though we're from here. (laughs) You just never... There was something I just learned the other day and I can't remember what it is now. Darn it. You learn stuff all the time, though. It's going to drive me crazy. You'll think about it next week. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. So, join us on Thursday as we talk with Janelle and her theory about Esme. Oh, I can't wait. I know. So have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at pier54podcast at gmail.com. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.